0: Welcome to episode three of the Jones.com podcast. And I know I'm kinda late. And I'm real late. Uh I was supposed to be recording this Wednesday. And what had happened was my my computer didn't want to start up. It was this error message. Long story short, I had the factory reset my computer. So all my images, my uh all the music I had, everything that I used to have on my laptop is now gone. Um I can still record, so I guess that's good news, but I think it's time for me to get a new laptop. Um, also, uh, good news, my camera is coming soon, so uh, pictures will be being posted, and um, even greater news, uh, we're now on Apple, Google, Spotify, um, where else we at? Let's let's check this out. Um, shout out to Anchor FM for doing all the work for me, because I don't Like, um, to put in those applications on each site is uh, uh, very difficult. We're on Breaker, Castbox, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. So if you listen to any of those, um, platforms for your podcast, and then yeah, we're we're available there. And I don't know how fast they'll be uploaded once it posts on Anchor, but um, yeah, they'll be there um as soon as possible. So once again, that's Apple um if you have that podcast app on your uh, iPhones you have Google Podcasts if you're a Spotify user um breaker.audio castbox.fm pocketcast and radiopublic.com just look for jones.com podcast and I will pop up and um yeah so i'm very excited about that uh um i have a big like i wouldn't say big i have just a lot a lot to talk about today really um when i when i was supposed to be recording this it was just um what the news was cuz we live in this era where news changes so fast every day um the news was Jaquise and him being the king of r and b of this generation which uh, i'll get into in just a second but yeah that was the topic of conversation but currently um Kanye just went on this Drake rant, so uh, I'll probably get into that later as well, and uh, the Grammy nominations over the past week have been released, and um, yeah, that's what I want to dive into first, but before we get into that, um, as you guys know, I like to play a video game while I talk, so I can... You know, speed this process up, make things go faster. You know, so I won't be bored and just sitting here talking. So um, today, like I said last week, um, I will be playing FIFA. And over the weekend, I'm. Oh my goodness! Atlanta got their first championship. Uh, Atlanta United. It's our first championship since what? I think '95. I think it's Atlanta's first championship since '95. And uh, I wish I could have went to the parade, but I was at work. Highly unfortunate. But shout out to Atlanta United. Um, the best thing in Atlanta since 95 Braves, clearly, because uh, we ain't getting no other championships. Uh, hopefully, we don't lose our star player. It's like it's looking like we might lose them, but I hope we don't. So, yeah, I'm gonna be playing FIFA 18. I don't have 19 yet. I can't play 19. Should I play 19? Nah, I ain't gonna play 19. I'm gonna play, I'm gonna stick with 18. Yeah, I'm playing FIFA 18. Um, with atlanta united and so let's hope hope i can get the w here i ain't played this in a minute i don't even remember the controls so um yeah first things first we're gonna get into these grammy nominations nominations all right so uh i don't know if you guys have seen but um i'm really more interested in album of the year and hip-hop categories um so this is what throws me off all right so, Drake, his Scorpion album was nominated for Album of the Year. And the more, like, the time has gone past, whatever, it's not as bad as an album as I, I, I originally said it was, but it's still not a good album to me. So, for that to be nominated for Album of the Year is just, like, nuts to me. But I'm not going to argue Drake has had a great year, like, numbers wise and, like, popularity wise, which he always does. But he, like, um,. He had "Nice for What" God's plan. People like I'm upset. I still hate that song to this day. Then he had um, what's that song? Um, in my feelings. Yeah, yeah, in my feelings. Um, and that was going crazy for a long time, which was a, a like a popping song. I still like that song, even if it's popular with the challenges and whatnot. And so, yeah, those. Yeah, those I think those are the reasons. Um, those few songs, and I guess a little bit of his actual album. I think Mob Ties is popping, Nonstop Stop is popping for the um masses. So yeah, those those songs uh are probably the reason his album got nominated for a Grammy. But my thing is as I get a a goal already, my thing is How is Drake nominated for album of the year, but he isn't nominated in the rap category? Like, I need some consistency here. If it's a rap album or hip-hop album, like, all all artists, like, in the rap category, you're just throwing in hip-hop, right? So if he's nominated for hip-hop album of the year, I mean, he's not nominated for, like, the album of the year, like, a complete album, but he's not nominated for rap album of the year. So how can he have the best, like... Let's say he wins. He can have the best album, but it's not even nominated for the best rap album. That's confusing. And if you want to put him in the Urban Contemporary section, which is with Jay Z and Beyonce were nominated for their album, the Everything Is Love album, because that didn't fall into the rap uh category, it would fall into Urban Contemporary, which is a fancy way of saying uh like um it's, it's like the new fancy R and B that uh we listen to instead of like the uh traditional R and B. So yeah, um uh, yeah, if you want to say that's what Drake album was, then then say that. But it wasn't even nominated in that category. So like I don't even understand the, the voting process of the Grammys for the, even just the nominations itself. That just doesn't make sense to me. Um that's like uh, one of my biggest problems with the uh, nominations thus far. Uh, what else? I'm not feeling. Um, who else? Uh, the, just the rap category in general is just. It it doesn't seem. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Based off talent, it's. It seems pandered, like very very pandered. Um, okay, so for the nominations of best rap performance, right? and i would think this is based off lyrical performance and talent it's be careful by cardi b which no like for rap performance i don't think it's a it's a nice song i like the song but for a rap performance no then nice for what which is is, he barely he's, he's barely rapping on that song that song gets carried by the sample it shouldn't be nominated for best rap performance you have king's dead which i mean shout out the future for the um for the class that he gave us i you know what? i'll leave king's dead there it's not it's not bad then you got bubbling by anderson pack and I, I mean i'm not a big anderson pack fan and but i heard that song like i listened to it and like that's not that's another song that's not really known for. It. It's like no one's gonna say, "Oh, you want to hear some bars? Go listen to Bubbling." Like nobody's saying that. So what are we nominating this Best Rap Performance off of? Like what is it? Is it based off how popular the song was, or like the actual rapping performance? And then the last song is sicko Mode, which, once again, um, nobody has ever said Travis Scott is lyrically a great rapper. But, I mean, I like Travis, but rap performance, no. Uh, At this point, I feel like we need new categories for the Grammys um, because we have a lot of music falling in the wrong categories because lack of... What should I say? Um, uh, Diversity. Yeah, the lack of diversity. So since... um, the, the rap category is just so generic and so basic that we have a lot of songs that they're great songs, but we can't nominate these songs for Grammys because they don't fall into the guidelines of what these actual, uh, songs entitle. So, like I said, like best rap performance, I'm not giving it to sicko Mo ever. Like i like sicko Mo's dope. Like, come on, but best rap performance. Nah, not even close. And then what's the next category? Uh, best rap song performance like i do featuring with christina aguilera and gold link nobody has even heard that song like i promise you we have it like in the in the in the hip-hop community like what we we just nominated christina aguilera for a, a rap song are we are we serious like, that's, no, like, stop. Like, I feel like that's just disrespectful. And to be honest with you guys, this is my first time even noticing that. Like, I didn't even notice that she was nominated for a Grammy. Um, Pretty Little Fears with Black featuring J. Cole. Dope song. And you have This Is America. That's not even a rap song, I guess. I guess you can get at um, in the rap song category. Um, you have All of the Stars with Kendrick and uh, SZA. Dope song. I I guess it'll be in that category. Uh, I guess this this category is kind of lacking this year. And then Rockstar with Post Malone and 21 Savage. Anything Post um, Malone-wise, I do not condone. So um, that's how I feel about that. (laughs) But um, yeah, uh, in this category, I would either give it to Childish Gambino or Black because... Honestly, those are the best two songs here. I feel like this is America should be nominated more. Shout out to Childish for being nominated for Grammys without putting out an album. That's crazy. Like he he's nominated for I think three Grammys. He does not have an album out. Just, just songs. Okay, the next category is best rap song performance, which is um we we have God Plan. No, yeah, best rap song. Best rap song, like as in song. Uh, so, this is the best rap song out, according to the Grammys. And these are the nominations. We have God's Plan, Kings Dead, Lucky uh, Lucky You. And that's an Eminem song. Or Jordan or Lucas. Uh, it's J- Eminem, it's Eminem, it's Eminem. Okay, uh, Sicko Mode and Win by J-Rock uh are those the best rap songs of the year i don't know i i I don't i i really don't know i really don't um i wouldn't say so um i think my my favorite rap song of the year is uh probably one of them songs by gunna like gunna's tape should have been nominated for something but like what would you put what would you categorize gunner as like i think a rap he would be a rap um all his songs will be considered rap song performances. If you ask me, because he he's singing, and he's rapping at the same time. And Gunnar's had one hell of a year. Um, not charts-wise, but them like Billboard's numbers are inflated. And that's facts. Everybody knows that. Billboard's numbers are inflated like hell. So I think Gunner should have been nominated for a best rap song. Well, at least one Grammy. As him and Lil Baby been carrying a rap game. If you look on everybody's tape, Lil Baby or Gunnar's gonna be on it. Yosemite was just another was was gun and little baby song remastered, to be honest, and everybody loved that song. So um as I keep going down these categories, we have best rap album, and you have Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy, Mac Miller swimming. We have Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap album. We have Daytona by Pusha T. And we have World by Travis Scott. So like I said, like Drake's not even nominated here, but he's nominated for Best Album of the Year. Or Album of the Year in general. So, um... How? Like, what? And it says, For albums containing at least 51% playing time of new rap recordings. So... The best rap album to me is Pusha T, Daytona, hands down, not even close. Haven't heard Nipsey's album, haven't heard Max's album. Um, I heard Max album and Nipsey's album was pretty great, but I'm still saying everywhere else that, like, um, I think Complex said it, and a few more magazines said that uh, Pusha Hands Down has the album of the year, and I haven't even heard of those other albums. I just think so. Cardi B's album was dope, like, I feel like. That's a great runner up. And I'm just starting to like Travis's album. It's, this is Travis's worst album. And I don't think people realize that. But now, like, Travis is big now. It's going to get overhyped and oversold. But, like, this is Travis's worst album by far. But, I mean, I'm glad he's starting to get the recognition. Recogniz- recognition? Recognization. Recognized. I'm, I'm glad he started being recognized and, uh, for his work, man me in these words. I'm, I'm I'm horrible. Um, So, yeah. uh, I'm not filling these ga- Grammy categories. I feel like Reborn should have been nominated for a Grammy. Hold on. Let me tell y'all my top albums of the year. I don't know if I've told you guys this before, but I'm going to start with my top albums of the year. And I know not all of them deserve to be Grammy nominated, but they deserve some type of recognition you get what i'm saying like i know not all every album is a grammy worthy but it's a great album and then you have music that is grammy worthy i don't know why i'm trying to make this complicated okay here are my um albums my top 10 albums of the year we have daytona which is nominated we got kids See Ghost, which is not nominated for an album of the year or any category which it's very surprising to me because um There's no song better than Reborn this year. We have Jim Tro, which is part of Ray Shrimmer's album, which they'll never probably ever be nominated because they don't make that type of music. I think Black Beatles was nominated last year. But, I mean, yeah, like, they'll probably never be nominated because they go highly overlooked. Um, Drip Season 3, once again, Gunna. Uh, Like I said, I believe Gunna should have, like, he probably has the most consistently played tape Probably inside of Atlanta. I don't know about outside of Atlanta. Um I have Dial It, Playboy Cardi's album, some of them amazing album. That's not Grammy like worthy, but I feel like that song I mean like songs on that album could win a Grammy. Like I feel like they're better than some of the songs nominated. Then we have um Evasion of Privacy. I like that album. That's Cardi B, which is nominated. East Atlanta Love Letter. I feel like that's nominated. Um Keep That Same Energy by uh, Tayana Taylor. Um, I don't think that's nominated. On the Run by Young Thug, which is not nominated. He'll never be nominated for a Grammy. Then we had The Last Rocket by Takeoff, which um, probably won't ever be nominated for a Grammy either. But he did debut number two on Billboard, which is pretty good because people thought he was going to go way behind Quavo. But he still debuted number two. So um, I'm going to go to the R&B section. And, yeah, as I'm looking at it, Tayana Taylor is not nominated for any Grammys. But um, here we go. The uh, R&B nominations, Best R&B Performance. We have a Tony Braxton song, The Carters with Summer. Uh, Lila Hathaway, I don't know who that is. Uh, Best Part by Her featuring Daniel Caesar. I know that song. And then P.J. Morton, First Began. Um, Only know two of these songs? Really, one. I don't even know that Carter song because I didn't listen to the Jay-Z Beyoncé album like that. Um... For best traditional rap performance, we have a song by Leon Bridges. B- Betty LaVette? La I don't know. I don't know any of these people. Charlie Wilson's nominated. Let's go with Charlie Wilson. I know Charlie. Um, I'm pretty sure most of these songs are good. Uh for best RB song, we have Booed Up. We have Come Through and Chill by uh Miguel, Feels Like Summer. Once again, Childish Gambino. We have Focus uh, with her. And we have a Tony Braxton song. That Tony Braxton album better be amazing. Um, best urban contemporary album, which is like I don't get it. Like why is that even a section? What is urban contemporary? But we have everything is love by the Carters, Jay and Beyonce. We have the kids are alright by Chloe and Haley. Shout out to them. Um, Chris Dave and the drum heads. so who, who is that? Like he sounds white. And then that's that's. Um, then we have a Miguel album, More Leisure then Meshel, I don't, or Michelle, I don't know that last name, and ventricul- ventriloquism. I think that's how you say that. I don't know. I'm bad with words. I'm very bad with words. Um, that's best urban contemporary section. Then we have the best R and B album section. We have uh, P J. Morton with Gumbo Unplugged. We have her with her self titled album. That's a dope album. That's nominated. I hope she wins. Uh, We have Layla Hathaway with, honestly, Leon Bridges. Good thing. And Tony Braxton, once again, with Sex and Cigarettes. So, that's the R&B album. There's no Daniel Caesar. There's no Black. There's no... uh, Did Bryson's album fall in this year or last year? Um, let me see. Who Who all released this year? Uh... I know Frank didn't drop, The weekend. Weeknd wasn't nominated. I think Division dropped music this year not nominated. You know, that's a lot of people um, who dropped albums, but they're not nominated for Grammys. And I really think like Black's album was so amazing. I just don't understand how he wasn't nominated for a Grammy. Like, I, I just, that, that throws me off like so much. Like, Black though? Like, how we pass on Black? Um, and that reminds me. Uh, since we on the topic of R and I I don't know if you guys have heard when I said this earlier. Jaque said he is the king of R and B for this generation. Uh, I don't know where he get this. Um, where he got that news from, or what's giving him this confidence? But I can't name you more than what one jacques song i don't even know what i thought i paused like, like i nobody listened to jacques i seen jacques at six flags too and like he's just he's not he's not even really like i think this little publicity stunt he just pulled of saying he's the, the king got him feeling like famous a little bit but i don't think jacques is even like popular that little boot up um was it boot up or it was some song that he uh remixed it was trip by uh by LMA his little trip remix got him feeling like he's really really like that dude when it come to R&B but no like, <laughs> it's like we stop it like bruh, you're not not even close to being the king of R&B and since he said that 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 gave twitter this um conversation sparker of who's the real king of R&B for our generation and it it highly upset me that we even had this conversation like, <laughs> like for real like what like if first off um depend. I don't, I don't know where you want to start this generation at but um it's gonna be between uh Trey Songs and Chris Brown. That's just based off of consistency. Like, literally consistency. Like, um, Trey Songs has been consistent since what? I was like 20, 2007, 2006, probably even longer than that. But if you didn't want to even count him as our generation, then you got Chris Brown because he's been consistent. And I don't even think he's 30 yet. And. He's been, he's been consistently on the charts this entire time, like consistently on the charts. Like Chris Brown, there's not even anybody who does it better than him. He didn't even drop an album this year, but he had he had like a billion streams, like some of the most streams this year. Um, he didn't even drop an album, and and that's just his album last year had a lot of streams. Um, he's the closest thing (laughs) to Michael Jackson maybe a better dancer. If you ask me, I think he's a better dancer. He's a better dancer than Michael Jackson. He's probably the best performer alive. A lot of people are gonna say Beyonce. A lot of people are gonna say Kanye West, but it, it may be Chris Brown. Um, he's carried a lot of your favorite artists on their songs. There's a lot of Chris Brown songs that you didn't even know weren't even Chris Brown songs, but it's just, he just makes so much great music. And he's he really like turns songs into his, like completely. And so I just like to uh, say it's Chris Brown. And so um, people, people on Twitter, like you know the Chris Brown hate community, were going out of their way to say it's not Chris Brown. It's this person, that person, this person, that person. And I, I just want to let y'all know who, um, what people are saying. This now, this tweet has twenty four thousand retweets and one hundred and. Uh, 15,000 likes, so that's a lot of people who agree with this, it says Chris Brown, Jack Queese, and Trey Song being a king of R&B that era is washed as in like, they're like trash now, they say now it's, you got Frank Ocean, which is dope, but come on now, Frank only has two albums, like, no, no three if you want to count his um, nostalgia ultra, so we got Frank Ocean, we have Miguel, Miguel's dope, but I mean we we're not giving him the king of nothing uh the weekend um uh that man's more transitioning into pop music uh masego not popping enough division not big enough brent Fias not big enough blood orange don't know who that is black not like what two albums Sanfa. no one's listening to samfa albums we like his little features or whatever but his albums is not it's not there um and then a few more artists is on this list and i'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly confused of what y'all know what king means like if you want to say like if you say the best rapper alive you're not going to say oh j-rock like no j-rock's dope but we're not saying j-rock has, is the best rapper we're, we're never going to say that <laughs> we could say he had a dope album but best rapper like i mean best, like no you're not going to say that so why do this with r&b you don't say Jay-Z's washed or, or Jay-Z's the best of our generation. You know what? we? They want to say our generation. We, we won't say uh, who's been around for as long as Chris Brown and Trey songs. Uh, Drake. You, you're not going to say Drake is washed. You're not saying Drake is washed at all. You, you still might give Drake as the best in our generation. Like, are y'all serious? Like, like y'all, y'all can't be serious, man. I think like the R. Chris Brown gets so much disrespect, man. This, it don't even make any sense at this point. Like, y'all gotta chill. And then someone said, like, people like them Beyonce stands said Beyonce the king of R and B. Like, uh, come on, stop, please, can we stop with the jokes? Like for real. Like, give yeah, that man Chris Brown his props. Like, that man has been killing it for. Who knows how long? Like, like who know who knows? What, 14, 15 years in the game? Still ain't really fell off. Still giving us platinum albums, giving us hit after hit after hit. Um. And then the old heads were I think who was it, Tyrese? He had something to say about it? Like, no, hush, hush. I think it was Tyrese um jay holiday which i don't know where he came from (laughs) i don't know where he came from jay holiday uh and a few more artists but for real though it it ain't nothing but it bro it's if you say trey songs i respect that because i mean i understand his track record i'm not the biggest trey songs fan but you like come on and then like i said chris brown like (laughs) it's not even close like if you want a song you go to chris brown if you want a hit you go to chris brown like Stop the disrespect. Um, no, nothing to say after that. And so, with that being said, I'm gonna give you my top five uh RB artists. And this list, number one, we're gonna have Chris Brown. Definitely, I just explained why. Definitely Chris Brown. Number two, we have Trey Songs. Um, not a Trey Songs fan, but you have to put him up there, you really have to. Um, number three we have Future. Arguably the best R and B artist in the game. Um uh that's like not like the your typical R and B artist, but if you don't believe that Future makes R and B, then um you don't listen to Future music. Like that man makes a lot of R and B rhythm and blues. Uh a lot of rhythm and blues. So, yeah, we're going to have Future in there. And we have Miguel. I'm not the biggest Miguel fan, but Miguel is dope. I can't knock can't his consistency record um, and his track record. So, yeah, we're gonna, we got to have Miguel. And the last one is Drake. Uh, believe it or not, Drake is an R&B artist, uh, more so than a rap artist. He has a lot better R&B songs than rap songs as of late. Um. And I feel like we should start calling Drake an R and B artist at this point because his rap songs aren't, aren't like connecting as much as his R and B artist. Uh, I mean, his R songs are, and his uh, even in Scorpion, just look at Scorpion. So side B was R and B. Everybody's saying, "Oh yeah, I'd rather listen to side B than side A any day, any day." Everybody's saying that because like his rap songs aren't there anymore. Um, and that's just facts. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put Drake in there. Uh, uh, if it comes to my favorite R&B uh, artist, I'm, I'm gonna have to throw Young Thug in there because, like I said, hey, you gotta listen to these artists. They make R&B music. They really do. Um, come on now. Uh, so yeah, that's that's just my R&B artist. Uh, my top five. I like to hear some of y'all opinions. Or who y'all think or if my list is like i'm tripping or whatever but yeah y'all 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 are real disrespectful to these r&b artists like for real for real like y'all really gotta chill y'all really have to chill like y'all really do really really do um please get chris brown his respect um next on the list we talking about we talking about um Okay, I don't know if you guys have know, known this or you've seen this or heard this anywhere, but there's this thing going around where Shaq can beat Shaq and Kobe, 2001 Lakers, or can beat this team's Golden State Warriors, like easily, like not even no competition, like they'll easily beat <laughs> the Golden State Warriors. What? Like, are we serious? Like, I, I it's time for us to stop disrespecting golden state okay um i know a lot of y'all aren't fans of golden state because of kevin durant or you're not happy with the way they shoot the three ball or they ruined basketball as you say which if you ask me is really more so the rockets because they shoot more threes than anybody but um yeah like how y'all say uh yeah i know y'all are fans of golden state but let's, let's let's stop let's stop the disrespect of golden state y'all disrespect golden state like y'all disrespect chris brown like Oh my good! Like, are y'all seriously saying? Like, Shaq, I'm I'm a huge Kobe fan. Kobe's my great, my favorite player ever. Favorite he- player ever. Kobe and Shaq probably stand no chance against Golden State. They have two, uh, uh, what, um, two MVPs. They have DeMarcus Cousins. Um, let's say when Cousins get hefty, they have DeMarcus Cousins. They have Klay Thompson, and they have four players who can drop fifty on MV- any given night. They have three players who can score 10 threes any, if, any given night. The big three there alone is at, can put up 90 points, all right? That's not including Boogie's points or Draymond's points. Iggy and Sean Livingston are guaranteed 15 to 17 points combined off the bench. So that's like 130 minimum, like minimum. People have to realize that this Golden State team is so good, a lot of times their starters don't play the fourth quarter because they're blowing teams out. Steph Curry is averaging thirty points. Well, his it's dropped now, twenty eight point nine points, shooting fifty percent from the floor and forty nine percent from downtown. That is ridiculous, and he's still shooting five threes a game. He's making five threes a game. He's if he wasn't injured, he'd be on pace to make more threes this season than he did the season he, he dropped 400 threes. Think about that. He's added KD to his team, so he's not he, He's not even getting the same amount of attempts, but he's still putting up the same numbers. Stephen Curry is the most underrated player in NBA history. It is so disrespectful how people are not thinking that this team would just lose. I mean, people are thinking that this team would lose to Kobe and Shaq. And people are saying, oh, who's going to stop Shaq? Nobody could ever stop Shaq. And they saying Shaq will protect the rim. No, Shaq can't because Shaq won't be at the rim. If you do a pick and pop with Steph Curry and... Demarcus Cousins, Chet cannot leave Cousins at the three point line at all. So Curry is free to go in the paint and just lay the ball up. And then people are saying Derek Fisher would lock up Stephen Curry. Who, why did you think that? Who else was on that team? Tyrone Liu. Allen Iverson gave them 50 by himself. By Was it 50 or 4? He gave them a lot of points by himself. He was the only. Allen Iverson in that Sixers team ended up beating that that laker team and they went once i mean just once alone that the fact that that game was even close one player carried them to a victory over that team so you're telling me what two mvps and what five all-stars six if you want yeah really six you want to say six all-stars can't can't beat kobe and shaq are y'all serious like look shaq was a great player kobe was a great player that was a great team i'm not arguing that but they don't stand a chance. Another team that don't stand a chance, the 96 Bulls. The 96 Bulls do not stand a chance because outside of Jordan and Pippen, what do you have? Like, Curry's going to get his 30. KD's going to get 30. You can count Clay for 25. Given you might count, you can count Boogie for 18, 17. You can count Draymond for about seven. That The start lineup alone is really beating most teams. Like, you got to realize these 90s and 80s and early 2000s teams, yeah, they were good, but they were good in the mid-range. So they're getting twos while Golden State is getting threes. And and that's not saying that these teams are getting, shooting two-pointers two at a bad percentage. It's I'm saying that Golden State is shooting a three-point percentage as good as these teams are shooting a two-point percentage. So it's not even close of how bad Golden State would do most of these teams. And like I said, I'm – I'm a, I'm a um a fan of these teams, but they just no, it's not happening. It's not happening whatsoever. <laughs> not at all. And I think um I think it's a nostalgia like the nostalgic yeah. factor when it comes to these old school NBA heads where they say, Oh, the league is soft nowadays, you can't do certain things, blah 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 blah. And it just makes me realize I said Look, let's say you change the rules back to the old days. I said, y'all got to realize these players are, are are doing what they're doing with these rules being changed so much that they're prevented from doing a lot of things. Imagine if Draymond can play good defense with the old rules. Just think about that. If, if, if Draymond and KD are playing great, like good defense now, and Klay Thompson, they're playing good defense now with these new rules when they can't touch players, Imagine if they're playing with these old rules. It, it's not even fair. It's not like not even like, come on, like, like uh, Draymond is uh, stopping players and Clay is like uh, preventing players from getting a lot of points without hand checking. Think about that without hand checking. So you're telling me if the players back then needed to hand check um, and players are still getting 40, 50 pieces a night, they could still uh, it would still wouldn't be even close Y'all, y'all are delusional Very delusional Like I said, I'm a big Kobe and Shaq fan But no Like, not, not even close Like, I think Golden State is the best team ever The best team in NBA history The only team that I think they give giving them a run for their money Is uh, the Showtime Lakers And that's just due to height They had um, They have four power forwards On the floor Or small fours, whatever position you want to play uh, Whatever you want to call them they have four big men on the floor at all times. Um, Magic Johnson is a small forward to me. I, you can call him a point guard. Uh, he averaged a lot of assists. I'm not going to argue that. But anybody that's six seven, you're you you're a small forward. I don't, ben Simmons is a small forward. He runs the point, but he is a small forward. So we're going to call Ben Simmons, LeBron James, small forward. Then Magic Johnson is a small forward. They just average a lot of assists. So, um, yeah, I think that will be the only team – That'll uh give Golden State a run for its money in a seven-game series because you, you gotta be, you gotta hope Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, and the Marcus Cousins are having off an off seven games, a seven-game stretch. You gotta make sure all of them are off. you gotta you gotta count for at least two of them to be off. Like, I don't think y'all realize the, the rarity that, that y'all are asking for. Like, you you need at least two to three of them to be off every single night in uh, of a seven-game series. And the odds that it happened are very off because these are all superstars in their own right. They're all more than likely first ballot Hall of Famers. Steph Curry has will end up as the best three-point shooter of all time. Klay Thompson will end up as the second best three-point shooter of all time. Kevin Durant may be one of the best scorers of all time. And, and and he's also an MVP, like a four-time scoring champion. DeMarcus Cousins, one of the best big men in today's game, arguably the best center in the NBA today. He, he can uh, post up um he can rebound, he can defend, he can stretch the floor shoot the three quite well. It's just not even fair what people are saying this team can and cannot do. Like just stop it. Please just stop it. Um next on the uh topic uh let me let me let me get away from that. Uh next we're going to be talking about uh Drake and Kanye. Um I don't know if you guys know this. Um uh, let me let me uh give you guys a background. Um Okay, so Kanye announced five straight albums, um, back to back to back. Uh, his album, his collab album, uh, with Cudi, Pusha, Nas, um, who else? Uh, Tayana Taylor. Yeah, that's five. So, um. He announced them all around June. After Drake said Scorpion was coming in June as well, so that made Drake feel like ah, that hurts. Like you, you shouldn't be dropping your album around the same time as my album because you' trying to compete with me, compete with my numbers. And I don't see anything wrong with friendly competition. Um, I remember uh, J. Cole saying he was going to drop the same album. The same day as Kanye just he wanted to go up against the great he wanted to he loved the competition he wanted to challenge um which I respect but Drake looked at it as a sign of disrespect I don't know why and so um uh they were supposedly working on music together probably they probably were working on music together and so um Kanye told Drake he can have the lift yourself beat and so Drake uh, Kanye ended up dropping uh, Lift Yourself as that whoop D scoop song, which uh, my boy um said that's the greatest diss song of all time, which is hilarious because it's not diss song, but uh, he dropped the whoop dee scoop song, which um, Drake got offended by because she wanted that beat, but Kanye took the beat and then just said gibberish on it, basically. So since that happened, uh, uh, Drake got offended, but Drake's still not mad whatever at this point like he's he's a little upset but i don't know if he's pissed so after that uh push jobs push album drops first and so there's a a diss song not even a diss song it's just a few lines thrown towards drake and so since the uh, all the beats were produced by kanye drake gets offended he says okay all right now the whole camp is coming after me y'all are really fake friends blah 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 so um Drake drops for this song slick thrown towards pusher it was for pusher while most of the shots were towards Yay. pusher responds with the kid talk and a few more other things and all drake does is he he never really addresses the pusher song he does like months later but um Drake's quiet, and then when the album comes out, you hear a lot of these songs that's just straight sneak is towards Kanye West, and I don't know if I heard any towards Pusha, but most of them are to- like, towards Kanye, like a lot of, like, this is a towards Kanye, and so um, Drake goes on, like, this press run of saying, um... Hold on, let me before that. Uh we didn't know Drake had a kid until Pusha said it. And Pusha says, Oh, Ye yeah, didn't give me the information. It wasn't Ye. Um, he said it was somebody else. And so Kanye goes on to say he didn't he didn't give Pusha the information about Drake's kid, even though Kanye knew, but he didn't get it. He like he didn't tell that to Pusha. And so Drake is uh he's like from his standpoint, it seems like Kanye gave it to him. I can't I can't be upset with that, but um, once the news came out About what really happened Drake still never addressed that He still like Every Every chance he get He throws Um Shots towards Ye Like on the French Montana song He says I told totally her Don't no 350s around me Uh That's referring to Ye Shoot a three uh, Easy 350 boost He said Um Checks over strikes That's what I like Which is funny Because I don't know if you guys Know this or not But um before Pusha albums drop in the in the disc, Drake, um, was wearing nothing but Adidas gear. He was wearing 350s, I think seven hundreds. Um, he had on Adidas jumpsuits. I think he wore Y threes one day. He was wearing straight Adidas. And Drake has been known he's he's signed to Jordan. Um, he's been signed to Jordan over the past few years. So, I just suspected that a, an Adidas line was coming with Drake. Like Drake had uh, switched over and signed to Adidas, but after the pusher thing and he exposed that um Drake's was going to announce his son off the Adidas line I think Drake backed out because the next day and the next few weeks all we seen was Drake and back in his Nike gear so he, he goes to say checks over stripes that's what I stripes that's what I like and I'm like oh my goodness like are you serious like I, the, the images are still on his Instagram which is nuts to me so um uh pushing Kanye made Drake change his whole album or whatever. And so there's a lot of sneak disses on the album. Um, and just everywhere. Like every time Drake drops a song, it's like a, a reference to Kanye West or Push Your T. Like it's just disses, sneak dissing. And so uh, today Kanye was like, um Kanye got a text saying that Drake wanted a clearance for say what's real. If you don't know what Say What's Real is, um, if you go back and listen to So Far Gone, not the Apple Music, or like the one that's on streaming services, but the original one that you can download from like a lot of mixtapes. Uh, Say What's Real is um, a, a cover or a version of Kanye's old song, Say You Will from 808 Heartbreaks. So um, Drake wanted clearance for that. And so Kanye Post, uh, he's saying this is a... It, like this, y'all are being fake like Drake, you being fake how you gonna keep throwing sneak disses at me and towards me when i when when i've apologized and i told you that i didn't do the push your information he said i got nothing but love for you bro like to be real but he said um how you gonna keep doing all this but now you want clearance for the song like what is this he said you gotta be real he said he want apologies he said you won't he said bro to be honest there won't be a drake without kanye and I I understand what Kay is talking about, and like he tweeted that Drake called, and so, but he but he goes on to say he said it's still not getting clear. He said the song's still not getting clear. He's not clearing it for Drake to use. Um, I think uh, I think So Far Gone is coming up his tenth anniversary, so I guess Drake was going to try to re-release it for um, sales purposes, or promotion purposes, or whatever. But I guess it didn't work, so. What ends up happening is um, a few hours later, Kanye says that uh, Drake called him sp- specifically for uh, threatening purposes. So he called him just to threaten him um, about how, I don't even know. I don't know what they're threatening him about. And all oh, Kanye is saying, bro, just, just have a sit down conversation. Like you, you move into shady, you move into industry. Like, bro, you stay down the street and he keeps he, like he's telling Drake like bro I'm your idol like you've said it multiple times you look up to me you're inspired by all my music like why are you starting this fake beef like it's not even that deep like like Kanye's trying to show nothing but love and but the way people look at Kanye he's already have this bad reputation and Drake is like this golden child poster boy that no matter what Drake does the boy is untouchable I don't I don't know how it's like that but The boy is untouchable. And so at this point, um, people uh, are saying Kanye's bad, Kanye's doing wrong. He's probably still tweeting at this point right now. But it's like at some point, we got to start holding Drake accountable for the uh, things that he's doing. We got to start looking at things for what it is, what it is. Like, I'm not the biggest Drake fan. So I'm not biased when it comes to anything that I... um, I say about him so um, I've seen I've heard from multiple artists that Drake is a snake Drake is a culture vulture you see Drake culture vulturing, vulturing. every time a new artist is about to pop or a new artist is popping Drake hops on the song blah blah blah, blah steals their ways ride their way so um, I just don't think Drake has a good reputation if you ask me inside the industry A lot of people, I think a lot of people are looking at him as like a snake. But he's so big that a lot of people won't call him out for it. But Kanye's as big as Drake, if not bigger. Kanye's met with the president, multiple presidents, the last two. So um, I think that Kanye's not afraid of Drake. And so he's, I don't think Kanye's afraid of anything. So he's willing to expose the truth behind what Drake is actually doing behind the scenes. And the the thing about this is Kay is being so transparent with it. Like he's just talking like so verbally and he's like, and he's still like showing love with it. He like he's said, Drake, bro, I love you. Like stop all the like negativity, like stop all this hate, stop throwing threats at me, my family, all the this is whatever. He said, bro, just, just let's talk. But Drake is being, Drake is not saying anything like, Nothing. Drake hasn't said anything. He posted earlier some laughing emojis on Instagram on his story, but that's it. Like Drake isn't doing anything at all. He's not saying anything. And so you have biased fans who are who are like looking at Drake as a bad guy or Kanye as a bad guy. But I'm looking at it in the middle like Um, like bro. Like just I feel like they should have a sit-down interview. We should have Charlemagne in the middle. And they should do a sit-down interview, and we just listen to both of them talk. I think that'll be the best. That's that's best for both parties. I think that'll be lit. Um, And I really think uh, we'll get over this. Um, I'm actually tired of this Drake and Kanye mess. It's really annoying at this point. um, Because Kanye's been apologized. Drake ain't said nothing. Yeah, Kanye's still tweeting as I'm looking at it right now. Yeah yeah, like yeah, Kanye still treat him. I mean tweet him. So yeah. Um really I just hope uh they get this issue solved. I don't really like any song that Kanye and Drake have together, so um not really a fan of them working together. But um yeah, I just I'm just tired of hearing this industry beef, bro. Like to be honest with you. I won't push it to have uh this ain't about Pusha. but I I just want Pusha to drop some more music. Honestly, I I don't know how I, how I swayed into that, but yeah, Pusha should drop some more music. Uh, Big Sean should drop some more music. Uh, dang, yo, where is Big Sean? He been real quiet lately, bro. Big Sean been real quiet lately. I really want Pusha to drop. I mean, uh, Big Sean and Pusha to drop some more music. I really want the good music album, cause all them been working. Sah has been quiet this year. Um. 2 Chains been quiet. We need his album. I need everybody in good music to just collab, drop another album. Uh, Kid Cudi, we, we need that solo album because seven songs wasn't long enough for, for anybody who's a Cudi fan. We need nine, Cudi. We need nine. Um, so, yeah, if we get that good music album, that'd be great. Um, Is John Legend still dropping music? We need some more John Legend music. I don't know. I'm just a fan of good music. I need some music from them. Uh, I'm not a party next door fan. I need a party next door album. I need who else I need an album from. I need a Jay Z album, like a brand new Jay Z album, like just solo Jay Z. Um, I need Jay Z and Beyonce to drop their own solo album. I want Gunner to drop a new project next year, top of next year. Um, I need Future and Collab to do another tape. I need that Throne 2 to come between uh, Kanye and Jay-Z. We definitely need a Throne 2. They've been teasing it, talking about it. Um. Uh, who else need to, Oh, 21 Savage is dropping soon. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, not even the biggest 21 Savage fan, but I'm just looking forward to that. Uh. Who who else is dropping? We need we're still waiting on Chance's album. Shout out to Chance still rocking them. Is he still rocking them three hats? That album was two years ago. He's still rocking them hats from that promotion. That's how you that's how you carry an album and don't let your album die. Keep keep rocking them three hats. Hats, chance. We need a Gambino album. Um Who else we need? Gucci finally dropped. That's crazy how I talked about a Gucci album last week and gucci dropped that friday like that's crazy was it last week or two weeks ago i don't know i talked about gucci album and gucci dropped i need to listen to jaden smith um i just feel like we need some more we don't need more albums but i'm just waiting on more music to drop um from more of my favorite artists instead of having this music uh that's just carrying me on and carrying me by oh shout out to title i'm a title user uh if you're a title user um Lil Wayne is on a title tour. So if you're a title user, you get free title tickets um, to a, a Lil Wayne concert. Um, he's coming to Atlanta the 19th. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to go to that show. It's like I'll be at work the time they want us to pick up the tickets or they're starting, like, giving out tickets. And I'll be at work then. Hopefully, I can pick them up afterwards. I really hope so. Or I can get somebody to pick them up for me. But uh, hopefully, I'll be at a Lil Wayne concert next week. And... um. This episode really coming to an end. I've really been talking too long. Uh, I didn't mean to talk this long, but uh really had a lot of talk about. Um, hopefully, I'll get me a new laptop soon. My camera is coming soon. Um, I will be traveling soon, so um, hopefully I can carry my laptop with me and my microphone. Uh, hopefully, I can uh, carry my recording equipment, let's say that, uh, with me to my traveling destination so the podcast won't stop and I can keep working hard. And uh, keep this going forward. Shout out to all my listeners. If you made it this far, you are a real one. Um, Y'all have a good day. And uh, Jones.com is out of here.